0: happiness is all we ever wanted. I can't ask for more. Hey, look. 20 pull up in Uber just to study.
1: Hey, what's up guys? This is Hip Hop Entrepreneurs. My name is Matt Young. I'm my co-host with me here Rez.
0: My name's Rez and my
1: energy's really high today. <laughs> as we- you can tell. Uh, we did have a guest in line, actually we had three guests in line. Rez is a pro getting people, but unfortunately we had three people bail on us as well, and as uh, math would dictate, three minus three is zero, so it is just the two of us today. Uh, today's episode is going to be about three do's and don'ts of being a rapper in hip-hop, or really just about marketing in general. Honestly, you could apply these things to really most business practices that you do. So the first one that we're going to talk about is how you deliver your message the first don't that we're gonna talk about is do not spam post if you have a piece of content even if you're pumped about it if you think it is the best video in the world the best way you've ever said something or whatever it is it's like only post it once maybe twice you know or like uh, as yeah, a throwback a little bit down the line but don't keep hitting people if you just dropped a song don't like put a hundred posts out about that song you know what i'm saying if they saw it the first time they're not going to
0: click when you saw when you when they see it the second time. Eh? If they saw it the first time and they didn't click,
1: yeah, it was for a reason. Now, with that being said, there, um, you can deliver your message a hundred different ways at a hundred different times. And if you're doing some song promo or something, I mean, you can definitely post something and then repost people who are posting about your song because that's going to build social credibility. And that is different because that's not you posting the same thing over and over and over. That's you posting other people's things about your music, uh, building hype about your brand. What, um, what we're getting at is if you, if you really want to say something, you got to say it a hundred different ways. Like, res, if I'm if I'm trying to say, "Hey, we got to uh um, I want I want to say gratitude is the way that you have to live life. You have to be happy, you have to be grateful for everything you have and you have to not take things for granted." If I said those exact same words 20 times over, it would get very very annoying very quickly. But if I reworded that and I said I live my life by gratitude. Gratitude is what helps me help the people around me. It's what makes other people happy. And in turn, it's what makes me happy. I said the same thing. It's the same message at the end of the day, but it's said completely different. And I can say it a hundred different ways. And then people are going to pay attention. People are going to like that. And people are going to really internalize it. And they're going to associate that message with me and my brand. You know what I'm saying?
0: In that same light, there's this guy I went to high school with who got his whole lower body paralyzed from a motorcycle accident. Oh my God! And he posts pictures of himself in a gym, smiling more than he's ever done on a wheelchair. And he's buff as fuck now. But I think this is, in this sense, in this example, it's another way of displaying how gratitude has helped him live his best life. Yeah. And it can help you live your best life. Even though it's not a story of you, it's a story of something that many people face, which is loss.
1: Yeah, Even if you're telling the same story over and over and over again, and you don't have to say it outright. If you're saying, like, I'm grateful for what I have in life, you don't have to outright say that every single time. It can just be a picture of you clearly facing adversity and overcoming it and still feeling happy and having what you want in life. A million different ways to say something. You don't have to outright say it. You can imply it. You can dance around it. You can, like, lead people to the conclusion that you want them to think 100 different ways to say you just got to really think about it. And when you think about it for hours on end, for days, for weeks, for months, for years, you'll think of so many different ways to convey it to people because you'll talk about it to people in ways where you have to explain it in different ways. Okay. Yeah. Don't number two. Yes.
0: Make sure that you constipate yourself. That is not don't number two. Let me lower your volume. You're getting pretty heated right now. (laughs) Right. Time out.
1: Okay. Okay. Don't number two is be yourself, be genuine. Yep. Uh, and, and that might sound cliche. The, uh, the reason why we bring it up is because if you act like someone you're not, if you try pushing something that you're not or something that you don't believe in or because you feel guilty that you should be believing in something because society makes you think you should be feeling or thinking some type of way, but you as a person know in your heart of hearts that you like something else or that you want something else, that's Okay. There are different people for every subsect of life. You don't have to fill somebody else's lane. Fill out your own lane.
0: But what's the underlying issue here? Why would someone want to try to be someone they're not?
1: That's actually a really good point. The underlying issue is because you feel judged. You want people to, like, approve of you. You want other people's validation.
0: In the light of the validation going towards a certain theme, a a certain motif of... In some, you know, in some say in some senses, the drug dealer. Drug dealing is a lucrative business. I'm
1: interested in where you're going with this.
0: Look, I'm speaking <laughs> specifically about the guys who rap about selling drugs, okay. Being on a block who've never touched a key in their life. So in that sense, the reason why they're doing that because it sells. It sells. It's they see it sell. I don't know if it necessarily sells for them. If it sells for them, great. Make your money and Hopefully you use it for something good, but in the sense of if it's if it's good in the long run, people are gonna test you as you rise up, and when they test you, you're gonna fail if you never had it to begin with.
1: Is this a reference to um what what's the uh the Fifty Cent story I'm thinking of? Well, well, this him is him rule. Yeah, 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 that's what it is. I heard that from the fiftieth law. Uh, is that where you heard it as well, or where did you hear that story?
0: Uh, so two places.
1: One, the fiftieth law. Mm-hmm. Number two, his movie. Okay, that's cool. I never saw his movie. Yeah. So there's a, a book, and then that's where we both um, have the commonality here. There's a book called The 50th Law by Robert Greene. Yep. It's co-authored by 50 Cent. And a story that 50 Cent talks about in there is how he uh, – how do you say the word? Usurped? Usurped? Usurped. Usurped uh, Ja Rule, who was the top rapper at the time. And basically what he did is 50 Cent found out he wasn't hard. He wasn't actually about everything that he rapped about. Uh, And he hid behind the people who surrounded him. So what 50 Cent ended up doing is he challenged him on it. He uh, basically called him out in his songs, called him out in real life. Uh, I think 50 Cent was jumped by Ja Rule's guys at some point, like actually had the crap kicked out of him. But beside the point, uh, Ja Rule was not actually about what he was about. 50 Cent came, exploited that, took him down. And then when he was exposed as a fraud – as a uh, basically as a coward because he wouldn't stand up for himself, he uh, he completely got dethroned, lost all not all but I'm oh, not not I mean, gradually. He's he's,
0: all, he's still going to have those core fans. Yeah, but he declined. But the people who were on the fence all went to Fifty Cent.
1: Yeah, yeah. He basically They're took all that power. Yeah.
0: Um, and then insult to injury, <laughs> one of Jabril's recent concerts within the last few years. Fifty Cent bought all the front, the front, uh, the front seat passes, <laughs> and then nobody else. So, no, so nobody would go.
1: That's like, really funny. Yeah,
0: that's like that's a little extra, but
1: yeah, hostile takeover.
0: Uh, if if it works, it works. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, don't be someone you're not. Rather, be someone you are, and balance it out with the way other people can relate with you.
1: Hmm, and if you're consistent, people will even listen to you. If you feel like you're boring, like you, you may like decide do you want to learn more communication skills and figure out how are people going to be more receptive to me. But at the end of the day, I mean, there are lawyers who have followings, there are accountants who have followings, and it's not because of like the work they do. It's because of the knowledge they have. You know, I, I actually I had to hold on. I said it wasn't because of the work they do. It is because of the work they do. It's not because of um necessarily something is better about them than any other person. They just...
0: Work is manifested in different ways. Mm-hmm. And um, it's uh, Donye Taylor. She was speaking here at Rec Philly at a conference. Who's Donye Taylor? Donye Taylor is an influencer from... Um, she, she runs a media agency. I forgot the name of the media agency, but she's from um, the DMV area. And she came here and she was talking about her... specific outlook on there's many multi-talented people who want to work on many things um, but find that one hedgehog find that one thing that you want to focus on what we're talking about right those people they found that one thing whatever it is monotony they worked on it to capitalize (laughs) right I know some people on YouTube double down yeah they double down on it but what do they double down on something they find about themselves that is marketable but the key word here is themselves Mm -hmm. Some people try to make a a hedgehog or the golden egg out of something that they're not, whereas they had it in them the whole time. But there are people without passion in the world. And it's kind of hard to, to conceptualize that in my head because I have a passion and it's hard to understand if someone doesn't, but along those same lines, everybody has something in them.
1: Okay. Well, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna take a side tangent for a second. If you, if you don't have a passion in life, you just got to try things like you're not gonna you're not gonna find it by sticking with what you're familiar with you know it's just you got to try things it's the only way to live life yeah so as far as being genuine goes and being uh like true to yourself and what you want it's it, it really just comes down to trying different things it's the exact same thing as finding your passion you know because your passion is Being who you are—it's like what you're drawn to. It's what you're good at. It's what people like to see from you. And TikTok, TikTok is all about this. If you find like the popular creators, all the popular creators are doing the same thing over and over and over, showing their face and and then smiling and looking cute. Those are the popular creators. Well, well, now I, now I know what kind of TikTokers you follow because I've seen TikTokers. Popping, I've, I've seen people make entire pages, get like millions of followers just doing backflips in different situations. I'm not, I'm not going to say doing a backflip is easy, yeah. but, uh, just doing like that one thing over and over and over and over again. And the, uh, the really common one obviously is dance videos, right? People who just do dances over and over and over and over and over again. They're still dancing people who, um, I mean, there are a lot of like, uh, motivational people. People are like trying to inspire you to go out and do things and like hustle and be like, you know what I'm saying? It's like people who just keep doing that over and over and over and over. What? Demotivational people.
0: (laughs) People telling you that you're not shit. Damn. And there's no reason why you should live.
1: Yeah. I think there's a reason why you wouldn't find those people. I, I i'm going to, I'm going to say there are a lot of reasons why I, I the platform might take those people down
0: hmm. yeah um <laughs> if they
1: do then d- a I disclaimer
0: why I got one of my videos taken down
1: disclaimer res was up until like five am so he's running on not a lot of sleep right now, not that much so what was the um what was the third don't that we came up with uh The third don't was,
0: um, well, I can tell you a little pet peeve. Hmm. I forgot the third don't that we were talking about. Yeah. But um, personally, dude, I, uh, I, I think there's a lack of innovation overall.
1: Okay. What do you mean?
0: Lack of innovation in the sense of like, well, this is from me being a producer right and me not seeing stuff as a consumer but there are a lot of people afraid to take risks and i think taking risks it's been done which has created lanes but you know who the shepherd is and who the sheep are uh right like the giants like young thug literally shepherded a whole generation Everybody we see with autotune singing right now has been grandfathered into it by Young Thug. The ones we know, they're kind of relevant. They have their own style and everything like that. However, along the same lines, I see more of the beats changing rather than the rapper changing.
1: Are you saying that Young Thug was the first person to use autotune? No.
0: I'm saying the style. The style that he did, it really grandfathered in a whole nother generation of... Atlanta autotune rappers. Obviously T-Pain. Yeah, that's Kanye what I was thinking. West, you know, they were the first. I'm not saying autotune specifically. I'm saying the style in which he used autotune. Um, him and Future really paved the way. But I I think my point is, is there's a lot of people who find themselves scared to take that risk because they don't want to stick out and they, they're afraid that it's going to fail. But dude, I just made a fucking beat of farts.
1: Is, are you trying to say that's the trend you're trying to start? Dude, I could start that trend. So what you would like to see in the industry – I just want to make sure I'm getting this right. What you would like to see in the industry is people getting all kind of farts on their, on their music.
0: But I'm the first one,
1: yes. Okay, I'm just making sure I had that right. Um, I do think there is a lot to be said for innovation. Um, however, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like if it's selling and that, I mean, that goes straight along the lines with like people who are, uh, who are rapping about drugs, who have never sold drugs or done drugs or anything just because they know it's going to make them popular. But along those lines, we also don't really know the statistics behind that. It, like just because it's most of what you, I don't know about what, uh, what everybody listens to. My
0: suggested feed?
1: It's a, uh, it's a lot of what people hear uh, if you're listening to rap and hip hop music, but, for every one person you hear, there might be 10,000 who are trying to do that. So it'd be really interesting to see the proportion or the uh, the ratio of success to uh, people trying.
0: Um, yeah. I mean, see how many people are within a lane, how many people you don't know you're right. Um, it's easy to not know someone now. Mm-hmm.
1: And then going along the lines of innovation, if you don't really have a following – unless you've discovered this like niche, niche piece in the market that just needed to be exploited. And nobody else tapped into or thought of something tells me that it's not going to catch on. Like you really, cause it's not that necessarily anything is like right or wrong. It's just, it's what the market decides, but it's also attention. If it doesn't get attention, it's never going to catch on. And attention is going to come from a lot of different ways. You need to have, like you need to have a foundational level of professionalism. If you don't have that, People aren't going to listen to you. And this is something we what were... What is professionalism? Well, I know you're, you're very willing to say this. Yes. Well, it comes in many different forms. And this was something we were talking about right before this with the guy who um uh, bought one of your beats and then posted it online. And, you know, we were discussing it. And we're like, okay, well, you know, I'm not sure what type of mic he used. I'm not sure if he used an interface. Like, what kind of setup do you think he used? You would know about this more. Uh, which one? Ah uh, uh, the guy we were just listening to who who used one of your beats
0: yeah, no name dropping
1: no name dropping
0: um other than the fact they used my beats and not many people have used my beats actually that's not, that's
1: not true. you probably had like it's been a few dozen
0: yeah, a few dozen, but you know it's still a few dozen, but that's besides the point. I think that I didn't know enough to be able to figure that out. I know his autotune isn't clean, it's not crisp just for
1: the sense of uh. So, do you There's think his, certain notes not catching? Okay. Do you think his equipment setup was fine, but it was the like audio engineering at the know. end? I don't know if it was fine. I was just
0: hearing off a of phone speaker, so I really can't pass accurate judgment for that.
1: Okay. Well, at the very least, um, I'm trying to think of how to describe it. Like, you know the difference between listening to someone who, like, posted something onto SoundCloud from their phone <clears throat> and then listening to a Travis Scott song. Like, there's a clear, clear distinction in the level of professionalism. It's going to be sound quality. It's going to be, uh, I'm trying to think, like, flow, like on time. if you're on time or not. Uh, it's going to be if you hit the right notes or not you know if you if you don't have those foundational things
0: on time for the genre on time for the style
1: i know you're referencing blueface right now because he's popularized or popularized a whole little subgenre that's off time right
0: um west
1: coast in general
0: not necessarily so it's on time it's just on a different time like it's not rigid it's not rigid it but doesn't it doesn't have to up. be rigid to be on time
1: we're talking about the same thing yeah yeah the, i i'm aware i am um, forty, I mean, um i would say is the first time
0: i heard something like that Blueface obviously he brought it to the masses, right? Mm-hmm. But the young masses, right? Because now you have kids doing that on TikTok, like like little crip walk dances and stuff like that. Um But that's that's a small thing. All I'll say specifically is every single rule we're placing right here. It is for the specific style, for the specific taste. Just cause what may not be in time to someone. Maybe in time to another person, and spoken word is off time. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, but there's also not an instrumental behind it, and I think if you put a tempo behind spoken word, a lot of the time you would find that it is on time. Even when you're talking about speech, speech a lot of the time follows a very specific tempo. Um, I think that if you if we had a music theorist in the room, I think you'd be getting a lot of flack right now. That's all I'm gonna say. That'd be a good person, interview. So the third don't is don't ask. More than you give. All oh, right, <laughs> Just yeah. pulling it all back around. We'll wrap this up quickly. Yeah. Yeah. But um, if you're posting every day and all your posts are about, hey, please listen to my song. Hey, please stream my album. Hey, please give me money. Hey, please go to my show. Hey, please check this out. Please, 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 please.
0: Please. Like people. Nobody gives a fuck about you. Oh, did I... that.
1: Okay, that's a little far. But no, nobody gives a fuck about you for real. Like if, if that's nobody. all you do. If that's all you do. Like they're gonna be people who care about you always, don't well, get me yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah. But you're not you're not gonna grow. Like, you just don't grow by constantly asking and asking and asking. Like, you need to give value. You need to figure out what your audience wants. And to do that, you need to identify your audience. You need to figure out, like, well, what kind of people are naturally drawn to my music? You know, is it is it, like, 12 and 13-year-olds? Is it 25 to 32-year-olds? Like, what is is it, is it
0: 13 and 14-year-olds? Yeah.
1: Do I apply more to men or women? Do I apply to the East Coast or the West Coast? Do I, like, do I apply to people who eat barbecue chicken? Or, like, do they, do they prefer, like, McDonald's? I don't know. But you got to to figure out like what is your audience into how do you really really define them you got to create what is called an avatar like define a specific person who you think is in your audience try reaching them in a certain like the way that you would imagine that person would be reached and that like so if I, I'll, I'll give you an example if I'm targeting like a frat guy because I'm making frat guy music I'm going to say like okay well my frat dude shops at these stores um, he, probably hang, he probably goes to these type of events and at these type of events this is the kind of music that they listen to and, uh, they normally, they normally go out on these kind of vacations, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay, well, I know where, where my dude spends his time. I know. What what he's doing in these uh various places that he's going to. I know what to. he
0: cares about, so I know how to relate to him.
1: Yeah, so I know how to relate to him. I know how and where to reach him, and I'm going to use that information to leverage my marketing. Now, if I'm wrong about my avatar, then I need to pivot. I need to say, like, you know, this attribute about my avatar may not have been right. I may have made an assumption. I may have, like, read something wrong or thought that this was an average when it wasn't really an average. So I'm going to cross that out. I'm going to put in something new, or I'm going to just um leave it there. Maybe that was just wrong altogether. And I'm going to um, maybe make a second avatar and then try to hit that person then, a third avatar and try to market to that person. And then I, it might be my third avatar where I'm like, wow, this avatar is getting me three times the results of any other one that I've tried so far. So I'm going to really hone in on this one. And that's how you like really identify your market if you want to um, be very, very specific about psychographics, demographics, all that jazz.
0: And it's, it's a rough beginning. I mean, it's obviously, you know, the actual catering. To the avatar. That's a whole different demon, but knowing what they are is the only way to start.
1: Yeah. And at that point, you can start giving more than you can ask because you know what they like, you understand what's going through their heads. And at that point, once you've given, once you've provided some value, Uh, at that point you can start saying like, Hey, please check out my new song, which may even be a gift for them because they like your music and that may have been the give from the start. So now it's, Oh man, you got more. Yeah. I'm into that. Let me hear.
0: I mean, yeah. Assuming that, you know, it's, it's pretty even all around. Like people will like your albums, not individual songs.
1: Yeah. I mean, there are, um. There are uh, people like Arizona Zergas out there who has just been dropping singles for like three or four years. Zergas? Yeah.
0: Or is it Zervas?
1: I, I don't know. It may be Zervas. I don't remember off the top oh. of my head. The dude who does Roxanne. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I may okay. be yeah. even mispronouncing his name.
0: Yeah, no, that, that song, uh, that's like the, that's the chill Bomba.
1: i <laughs> <laughs> never heard that one before. All right, man. You got any closing thoughts?
0: Um... I'll get back to you on that.
1: That is totally damn she just quote your mom. That's what she said last week when uh when you thought do you have any social media? And she said, I'll get back to you on that. Oh that was good. I understood okay. the reference. Uh, I'll get back Very to Very deep.
0: That. Yeah, R-E-Z-O-N-E-N-T follow me on Twitter. Follow me on YouTube.
1: Alright guys. This has been Hip Hop Entrepreneurs. My name is Matt Young. You can find me on Instagram, Matt, M-A-T-T dot M A T T M Young. My you name
0: know? is Resonant. R-E-Z-O-N-E-N-T follow me on Twitter. All right, uh, right,
1: guys. Peace out. We'll see you next week. Bye.